Welcome along to Unhyped Sales. My name's Peter Nicholson. What we're going to have a look at is what are the key habits of successful salespeople? I want to unpack and debunk much of the hype and misbeliefs around sales. Is there a key element to successful selling? What do successful salespeople understand that sets them apart from the rest? So this series is going to look at the fundamentals, if you like, to successful sales. So let's jump in. Let's look at a pitfall. Now, one pitfall that many unsuccessful salespersons fall into is focusing too much on the sale rather than the individual person. We've probably had the experience of being served by the pushy salesperson. I know I have. How did it make you feel, though? Did you enjoy the experience? More importantly, were you motivated to buy from them? Hardly. I know I'm not. So here's the key. The real reality is we need to develop the correct mindset, shifting from being sales-orientated to being service-oriented, which really means being focused on the person, their needs, their interests, and what they want. Is that really true, though? Well, think of it this way. Imagine you're going to set out on a journey. And, of course, with any journey, you want to reach a destination. We'd have to say that that's fundamental to getting to where you need to go. So if at the start your direction is wrong, you will never get to your destination. Likewise, your approach to sales. You need to head in the right direction. Or another example, let's say you want to build a house. Well, what's the most important aspect of building a house? Well, it's the foundation. Get that wrong and structurally the house will be unsound. So in business and in sales, there is a foundation. In other words, the founding principles so you'll be successful. So that, in essence, is what this post cast series is going to explore. So you ready? Let's jump in. You know, I remember sitting one time in a sales meeting, one of the reps said, I'm not here to make friends, but to make sales. Wow, I couldn't believe it. You know, that type of thinking will ensure that your selling capacity will be greatly impaired. Why is that? Well, here's a couple of reasons why. We're not genuine, and secondly, it ignores some fundamental human needs. You see, if we're not genuine, it shows. When we see the customer as purely a conduit to the sale, we miss an important reality. All people want to be treated with respect, dignity, and valued. People aren't stupid. They know a phony. So when the focus is solely on making the sale, the individual's value is diminished and the sales opportunity is often lost along with any future sales potential. On the other hand, if we are genuinely interested in the customer, they'll see that and they'll respond positively. That makes sense, doesn't it? So to embrace this, some things have to happen. Sometimes these can be, these sort of changes can be challenging to us. So stick with it. Because when you think about it, 
For change to occur, we must be convinced that change is required and that the new way of thinking is correct. That's fundamental. So our being convinced that the new direction in thinking is the right way is so vital. And when we do that, when our thinking is the right way, that will lead to right action. So how important that is when we are addressing an individual or the individual in a business. We cannot make people change, but we can make it easier for them to change, even in embracing change. And we mention that because perhaps we've adopted some of these fundamentals, but others haven't. So we need to be able to sort of convey that to them. So you're probably thinking this all sounds sometimes a bit challenging, too hard. We may have heard of Mel Robbins, the renowned motivational speaker. Uh, she came up with this concept. It's called the five-second rule. And she states it's scientifically proven that any decision we either make or reject is done in five seconds. So as Mel Robbins would say, five, four, three, two, one, go. Make the decision and we can make a change to how we approach things. Just a little further on this, have you ever noticed that things of value usually require time and nurturing? Why is the weeds grow very quickly where a fruit-bearing plant takes time to grow and produce what's valuable? Now, this isn't some sort of philosophical navel gaze I'm entering into. The reality which applies equally in life and in business. The inescapable truth is that time needs to be given to cultivating a motivated, focused work environment, a successful business, a successful sales team. You may have heard someone say, you really have the green thumb, harking back to my gardening analogy. Well, the gardener's green thumb implies an unearned gift bestowed upon only the few, shrouded in mystery that only the select chosen ones can understand. The reality is that successful gardeners apply fundamental techniques which anyone can learn. The same is true in business and especially in sales. So what I'd like to talk about now is something that can raise its ugly head in a business, in a sales team. I call it the me monster. You know, it's vital to have goals in life. And that includes sales. That's the subject we're talking about. We need to know what our sales target is and how we can attain it. We're probably sat in meetings when we receive that sort of targeted metrics type information. But how can I make the target? How can I collaborate, collaborate with my t sales team to make the target? These are all important things and are very much readily seen in business today. However, there is a danger. Beware the me monster. Fixating on the sales target can unleash the me monster. What does that mean? As already mentioned, the successful salesperson is service people orientated. When the sales target becomes the be-all and end-all game plan, then the focus and mindset can change from service to get the sale, close the sale, meet the target, sell, 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 me, me, me. 
and behold, you're me monster. To an individual customer, there is nothing more repulsive than the slick sales me monster approach. I first came across that expression, me monster, watching the comedian Brian Regan. He talked about going to a dinner party where an individual just kept talking about themselves and how fantastic they, they are and all that they've accomplished. It was me, me, me. You get the idea. In essence, the meme monster brings out the ugly side of human nature. Here are some of the characteristics of the meme monster. Arrogance, selfishness, deception, sleaze, and the worst trait of all, outright lying. It doesn't take much brain space to recognise this mentality, mentality exists in society and, of course, in the sales world. Many of you can relate your own horror stories where on occasions you were misled and did not receive the product or service you wanted. So why is this so important? We could reason that this is just part of the world we live in. We just need to suck it up. Well, if you're running a small business or want to retain your job and freedom, then you do not want the me monster around. When the me monster culture takes root in a company or a business, it will eventually lead to a whole world of badness. At one end of the scale, the serious consequences of legal prosecution for fraud, large fines, possibly even jail, and at the other end of the scale, loss of revenue, brand damage, negative work environments, and staff attrition. Imagine if the me monster gets into a position of authority in your business. Oh. So when you think of it, about all of that, the damage that can be inflicted can be enormous, even permanent. And it happens, and it's happening now in business around us. So is this all true? Do we need to make the change? Well, think of this. Affecting change at an individual level affects change at a business level. Change can only occur when the individual is convinced that change is needed and see themselves personally involved in that change. Here's a real example we just want to finish up on. We would have heard of during the global financial crisis of Enron, which was a multi-billion dollar corporation. Multi-billion dollar corporation, and it imploded literally overnight. Stocks plummeted, jobs were lost, lives were ruined. How did that happen? Well, it was the culture, it was the negative characteristics of people within that organisation. They were the cause. The me monster was rife throughout that organisation, which fostered selfishness, self-centred greed and disloyalty. So in our next episode, we're going to look at the need to have a bit of courage. The courage to face the change required, but also we're going to look at how, how do you implement the sales service mindset, all in episode two.